Hello out there. Good evening, everyone. Um, It's me, Olives, and welcome back to the Life with Olives podcast. Let's see. Today is the 19th of January. Uh, I'm definitely a few days late to um, record this for you. Um, Things have been interesting around here. Life with Olives just keeps getting more and more exciting. (laughs) I'm sorry I'm late. But it's good to see you all again, only a week later, as opposed to the last time when I was trying to record a podcast and it was several months in between. Um, First of all, first order of business, welcome back, second episode, exciting. Um, I'm still looking for models to model my Etsy. Wares. (laughs) Um... I have tons of hats and scarves and gloves that I would like to get out into the public eye and I don't have models for them. So if you're interested in modeling something for me, um, please email me at olivescreationsco at gmail.com. I'll include the um, email in the description for this podcast and send me an email and maybe we can arrange something and we can talk about it. Let's see. I've had a lot on my mind lately. I know you all are super riveted to your chairs to talk about what's been on my mind lately. Um, I've been doing a lot of thinking and a lot of planning. I think about the future way too much. Um, Sometimes it interferes with me having fun in the moment with my friends and my loved ones and my coworkers and things like that. Sometimes it interferes. I'm constantly thinking how is how are my actions today going to affect me in the future and how are you know the way I treat people today how is this going to affect our interactions with you know each other in the future I think about things way too much it's part of having the anxiety is I overthink everything (laughs) Um, I definitely read far too far into other people's thoughts and emotions and the way they phrase things and the way they speak to me they could just be completely off the cuff and they don't even notice that their tonal quality towards me has changed the way they're speaking to me is different but it'll affect me on a level that is just honestly shameful I need to get that under control oh yay anxiety but honestly I think I mentioned this in the last episode and if I didn't I will mention it right now taking B vitamins has has taken my anxiety and cut the legs out from under it, which is a kind of a weird way to, we're just getting real deep into this, like straight out the gate. Okay. So what I have realized this past month or so of taking B vitamins and kind of regulating, I know this maybe sounds like hokey medicine to some of you. I promise it's not like genuinely I've done the research. I've looked it up being deficient in your vitamins I didn't even think about this. I thought it was just a brain case. But if you're deficient in vitamins, it causes so many issues and problems and troubles. So I've been taking my... I have I have a ch- couple of chewables. I have a multivitamin that's a chewable. And then my mother, who's a saint, sent me this super complex vitamin B that I take every day. And I genuinely feel like it's taking my vitamins and drinking lots of water has cut my anxiety in half. So if you are dealing with a lot of anxiety like I am, maybe try paying attention to what you eat more and sorry, I just got an awkward text message. Uh, um, 
This is super, super professional and totally derailed my train of thought. I'm so mad. Anyway, so moral of the story is take your B vitamins. It'll help you with your anxiety. I already feel better. I'm sleeping better. I'm feeling better mentally and physically. And that's super helpful. And I adore it. And it's so nice. Um, So that's been kind of a journey for me. But it's also, it's led me to discover some things about myself that I didn't know, that I just kind of, I didn't think about. For instance... Um, now that I'm taking my B vitamins, I can recognize when I'm getting anxious, but it doesn't overwhelm me. It doesn't take over my body. It, I can still calm myself down and bring myself back onto like a normal plane. Like if I do, for instance, notice that someone is talking to me differently or they've changed their tone of voice towards me. It used to be that I would just be like, oh no, they're mad at me, and I would shut down, and it would be this horrible, like, anxiety, panic-inducing moment. But now, I recognize it, and I can say to myself, no, it's fine, this person is just distracted, they're busy, it has nothing to do with you, you you are okay. And if they are upset, they'll tell you if they're upset, and you guys can talk it out, and it'll be okay. Like, genuinely... I recognize it in myself and it doesn't have to be my first go-to anymore. Um, I've also noticed that sometimes the anxiety is like a blanket and it, I feel in a very, very weird way that it's, it's safe and that it's secure and it's kind of like, it's kind of like a crutch, which I know sounds really, really weird, but The last week or so, I have found myself being anxious and feeling comfortable in it. And then when I have to move, when I move past it, not even have to, when I just go, oh, this is fine. I'm actually okay. It's not my first impulse anymore to go, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I just go, wait, no, I'm not. I don't need to be uncomfortable. I don't need to be this way. It's hard to describe, but it's, I'm recognizing the behavior. I'm acknowledging that it's there and I'm being able to move past and get over things easier and acknowledge that I am not okay, but then be able to communicate and move past what doesn't make me not okay. It's hard to explain. It just doesn't make sense. The more I say things, the more it doesn't make sense. But genuinely, it's getting it's getting better. It's manageable more than it has been. And I don't feel the need to... I don't know. I'm not as uncomfortable as I was. And it's really, really nice. So that's a positive... That's a positive affirmation. That's a positive thing I've noticed. Um, some other things that I've, I've been thinking about lately... Um, I, pr- I, was, I probably should save this until my birthday to talk about it because that's what it's related to. But you know what? It's 2019. It's the year of no fear. I'm just going to go for it. Okay. So what, what I've noticed and what is happening is that I am about four months away from being 28. I only have four months left of being 27. And I know that 27 to 28 really isn't a, a big milestone. I mean, honestly, 30 is kind of the big milestone, I feel like. Um, but that's only two years away and I've been doing a lot of thinking and a lot of worrying and a lot of, um, worrying. I've honestly been dreading turning 30 because I feel like 
I feel like your 20s are supposed to be like the best years of your life and your 20s are when everything happens and your 20s are when you're you're fun and carefree and having a great time and I feel like I've I've wasted them I felt like I spent them making mistakes or not taking the right chances or not doing the things that were right for me and I've just been so concerned that I have been wasting my time not chasing my passions and not like fulfilling relationships that I feel like need, you know, attention paid to them. And I, I feel like I've spent so much time holding grudges and being angry about some things and then being anxious and worried about other things and not being, not being willing to step out of my comfort zone and take chances and do things that scare me that may also improve me. I feel like I've wasted my twenties being scared and angry and I've been thinking a lot about how I'm gonna have to go into my 30s it's a weird thing to say my 30s <laughs> I'm wor- I have been concerned that I have to go into my 30s carrying all these mistakes on my shoulders but what I have been not been thinking about is that thir- that age is just a number and that your life doesn't end when you turn 30 Honestly, I I look around, honestly, social media, I need to get off of it. (laughs) I need to get off of social media. But the more I see on social media are my friends getting married and having children and having families and careers and small businesses, you know, which I'm, I'm kind of also a small business owner. So I can't really, I'm not hating on it. I'm just this, this from where I live, the perspective of what I am seeing This is the trend and I am not fulfilling this particular trend. And because of the anxiety, I allowed myself to get wrapped up and coiled up in the idea that I am a failure because I am not walking the path that is laid out for me as somebody else's expectations. I don't know if that makes sense. (laughs) So basically what I'm trying to say is because I, I don't, for a long time, I thought because I'm not married and popping out babies and I didn't go to school and I don't have like a, a desk job that I'm not doing the right thing. Well, that's not fair. That is so not fair because if you ask anybody that knows me, they will tell you that I'm the last person to follow the crowd and to be a sheep. I have always done things my own way. I have always done things in a very Olivia-ish fashion. <laughs> And sometimes it's right, and sometimes it's not right. And it's kind of been a weird, bizarre journey my whole life, just kind of doing my own thing. Because of, you know, who I am as a person, and my personality, and the way I was raised. So, the more I've been thinking about it, the more it it really makes sense that I would not, you know that I expected these things of myself, but they honestly, when I think about it, they are not right for me. I have been in a relationship with a man (laughs) for a very long time. And we've had, God knows we've had our ups and downs. God knows that we have been through the gauntlet. We have blood, sweat, tears, distance, separation, all of it. And... 
somehow through all of these trials and tribulations we have stuck together because we value each other more than we would rather be with other people and that sounds really cheap and awful coming out of my mouth but um two and a half years into our relationship I expressed that I was ready to get married and I thought that I was and he was not which is now that I'm looking now that I'm older and I'm looking back on it it makes perfect sense because I was his first relationship I was his first girlfriend I was his first kiss I was his first kind of everything (laughs) um he and I I was his first like not living with his parents experience I am any of that sort of thing I I made him go out and make new friends and go to parties and meet people I'm a very extroverted person he's a very not extroverted person so that's been kind of interesting for him I'm so sorry but also not sorry because we've had some really great times and so we have some really great stories um but I genuinely I almost lost him because I was so sure I was ready and then when he expressed that he wasn't I took it as a betrayal and I took it as this horrible sad you don't want me thing and not this oh well that's okay because this will give us more time to grow together and especially now that I'm older and I I look back on it and we were not ready but I under also understand why we got why I got caught up in that because this whole you know culture and the way that you know things are around us and you know you, you just want to be with them forever and you feel like you're not at the same level as your friends if you don't have you know the the ring on your finger like you're less of a person you have to say my boyfriend instead of my husband and I just figured it nothing really would change because we had already been living together for a very long time and we shared everything and we we paid bills together dishes together you know we went and visited his family once a week you know we lived together and all of that implies like I didn't think anything would change I thought it would all be the same but now that I'm looking back on it there's no way that that would have worked because we were both still so immature and still both of us so not with it and my anxiety was so much worse than it is now and I don't know how or why he stayed because genuinely I'm pretty sure I was a wreck and really hard to live with but he stuck it out and we don't live together right now I mean I wish but we don't live together right now but I just I I've been learning so much because you know I just I keep seeing everywhere around me I just 2019 is going to be such a great year because already things are going so well and I'm learning and I'm looking around and I'm seeing that just because I'm going to be 30 in two years that doesn't mean that the best years of my life are behind me and I know that coming from somebody who is only 27 that sounds really naive and really stupid but I also I mean 
I, my mother was married and had like at least two kids by this time. You know, she and my dad, my dad had like three jobs to support them. My mom was working full time, trying to go to school. I, I, you know, I mean, people in my work have got, like, there was a girl that I knew that got married at 18. Like all, like most of my classmates are married. A lot of them are divorced. Think about that for a minute. Ooh, weird. (laughs) I mean, I've been out of high school um, 10 years this year. I mean, that's just, that's such a weird thing to think about is it's been 10 years. And honestly, when I was 22 or 23, I thought I knew everything. I thought I was so sure and I was so independent and I so was on the right path. But life has a way of like taking you and shaking you a little bit and being like, nah, (laughs) you have so much more to offer in so many other places. And I'll be honest, I'm not against it. I'm not against, this is not an anti-marriage podcast. This is definitely not an anti-be with that person forever. Just, but this is definitely a make sure you're both ready podcast because I thought we were and he did not agree and it turned out he was right and we've learned together and we've taken a lot of time together and I'm constantly complaining that I'm an old woman because I I don't get the vitamins that I should unless I'm taking them in supplements and he's just so full of life and energy and he has boundless limitless energy and I get home from work at the end of the day and I'm just like oh gross I want to just take off my pants and lie around and he's like no babe we gotta climb a mountain we gotta go to the gym we gotta go throw hatchets and I'm like why are you full of so much energy so I complain all the time that I'm 27 and I'm so old, which I know sounds really ridiculous. Now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds really ridiculous. And he's just, he's not like that. He's ready for the next stage of life. He's ready to be out and doing things and experiencing. And I need to have that mindset more. I need to get to a place where I can be excited about things too. Because honestly, 30 is just a number. It just means that you've been around for 30 years. You've been making mistakes and blundering around and hurting people and yourself for 30 years. But it also means you've been having some really beautiful, amazing experiences and you've met some amazing people that have changed your life, either for better or worse, but they've helped to shape you into the person you are. 30 is just a number. 30 doesn't mean anything. Some people honestly never make it to 30. Some people don't. Some people tragically are taken from us. Or sometimes people choose people choose not to try. And that's the hardest thing. is life is so beautiful even when it's the worst and I know that's easy to say right now because nothing really terrible is happening to me right this second but even when life is so hard it's so easy to get wrapped up in I'm all stuffy now I'm sorry (laughs) 
it's so easy to get wrapped up in things are going badly and I don't know how I'm going to afford my rent or, oh, I'm fighting with my parents or, you know, even if you get into a car accident, you get hurt. Like sometimes bad things happen, but you are able to still experience it. And I know that sounds so terrible. I'm sorry, I didn't want to get emotional. I didn't plan on this. There's been a lot going on this week. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's one person in particular I really want to reach out to. But I don't think she'll ever hear this. Because podcast, I don't know, I don't even know if she's into podcasts. Or if she even knows that I have one. (laughs) So I'm just going to kind of make a blanket statement. And hope that this reaches somebody who needs it. Because you never know who might need it. And I'm obviously, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a guru, I'm not a counselor, I'm not licensed, I'm not a professional. I'm just a girl sitting on a couch in her apartment that she shares with another grown woman. (laughs) But I have been around and I have seen some things and I have felt some things and it breaks my heart when people think that they are so alone that they can't reach out for help because there's always help and people are always willing to help you even when you feel like they're not there and I know it's sometimes hard to see them There are so many reasons. There's so many reasons for you to stay alive. I promise. It is not worth taking your own life because it is not just you that you're affecting. It's so easy to get caught up in your own mind and your own thoughts and in your own brain and think that no one will notice if I'm not there. Because I promise, I promise you we will all notice your absence. The world needs you. The world is not the same without you. (sighs) 
I promise you, no matter how bad it is right now, it will not stay this bad. No matter how you're feeling right now, it will get better. I promise. It is not worth it. Please, please don't ever, don't ever think that we would be better off without you because we will not be. It is so easy to reach out and touch someone and just say, hey, something is wrong. I need help. And yes, it's hard and you have to swallow your pride. I have had to do this on several occasions. I've had to say, listen, I know I'm being annoying, but I need help. I promise people care about you and want to love you and want to help take care of you. You don't ever have to just give up. There's so much life ahead of you. And I know this podcast took a weird turn and I'm not sorry because it's important. There's so much more happening there's so much more that will happen for you especially when you are so young and have so much left to do and to give there are people who need you please don't give up please It's not worth it. If you really love the people around you and you really want to take care of them, you will stay alive. And you will you will reach out to them and you will ask them to help you manage the pain instead of transferring it to them instead. Let us help you. Let us love you. That's all. I know this turned into kind of a preachy thing, and I promise I had other things to say. But this was... This is the most important thing on my mind right now. Is that we are all still so young, and we still have things to do, and we have things we... we we can still give and yeah it looks really dismal and the world is not the best place right now but we can all do our part to make it a little bit better we can be a little bit nicer we shouldn't just give up we need to do what we can we need to try our hardest to be nice and to be honest and to care because that's really what the problem is is that nobody cares anymore we just roll over and let things happen we need to start really caring and really seeing each other again this is very important to me
Thank you for listening. I hope I helped someone today. Sorry, I'm all gross. (laughs) I'm just continuously stuffy. Constantly. All the time stuffy. But the moral of the story is love the people you have while you have them. And keep fighting and never give up. And stay young at heart because... Age is just a number, and the future is is a little bit scary, but together we will get through it, and everything will be okay, and this turned into a really long podcast, and I'm sorry, but I had a lot of feelings, and if you listened all the way to the end, extra, extra points for you. <laughs> um, I'm going to include my email in the uh, description box. Uh, If there's something you want to hear me talk about or if you want to hear my opinion on something, please email me. I would love to hear from you. Um, In the week since I posted my last podcast, I got 12 plays. I got 12 listens, which is very exciting. (laughs) 12 of you cared about me and listened to my silly, silly voice. I appreciate you so much and I love all of you. I know it's late, but have a really good Saturday evening. (laughs) I will talk to you guys hopefully soon on the next one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Life with Olives.